0: you'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State checklist and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. If you want something specific, you can get it very fast, even if it seems far away. If it's millions and millions of dollars or if it's becoming world-class at something if it's becoming professional at something if it's becoming an Entrepreneur an author, whatever it is, whatever you want It's actually a lot closer than you think it is The problem is for most people is that they keep repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again There's a concept that says lessons are repeated until learned and most people they keep repeating the same lessons over and over again They're not learning from their experience There's a lot of research on high hope versus low hope people people with high hope first off They've got very specific goals They've got high accountability. And basically what they do is they use their feedback. Um, They use everything in life as feedback. There's no such thing as failure. It's all feedback. But they use their life's experiences as feedback to adjust their strategy. Basically what Albert Einstein said is insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. People with low hope, they've found, is they keep trying the same method over and over again and they expect or want different results, but they're unwilling to adjust their path or their strategy or their way of doing things. So Dan Sullivan, he's the founder of Strategic Coach. He said that you should always make your learning greater than your experience. Most people, it's the opposite. Most people have way more experience than they have learning. They keep repeating the same experience over and over and over again. So Tim Grover, he is the performance coach of Michael Jordan and so many other people. He said, if you crave the result bad enough, then the hard work doesn't really matter. So whatever result you want, it could be seriously anything. Kobe Bryant, before he died, one of the things he said is is that once he realized or once he decided what he wanted... Then the whole world became his, basically his classroom. He could easily get what he wanted once he decided what he wanted. And by the way, what you want is a choice. Viktor Frankl, the man who wrote the book Man's Search for Meaning, he said, what man needs is not a tensionless state, but rather the striving and struggling for a worthwhile goal, a freely chosen task. So whatever future you want for yourself or whatever goal you have, it's a freely chosen task. You're the one who chooses your goals. You don't discover your passion. You don't discover your personality, you make a decision about who your future self is, and ultimately, you decide what you want for yourself. You decide what you want based on your value system, and it's up to you to ultimately refine and define your value system. What you place value and emphasis and meaning on determines the goals you set. Now, here's how you get what you want very, very quickly. You engage in a process that Joshua Waitzkin calls investment and in loss. This is one of the best books ever on becoming a high performer and learning and outgrowing your former self. Ernest Hemingway, the famous novelist, said that superior is not about being better than other people. It's about being superior to your former self. So this book, Joshua Waitzkin, breaks down how to become a high performer. Joshua Waitzkin, just in case you don't know who he is, he was a very high performer as a child. He was a chess prodigy. He became a world champion in chess, and they actually made a movie about his life called In Search of Bobby Fischer. He ended up leaving chess and ended up becoming a world champion in tai chi and then eventually became a champion in brazilian jiu-jitsu and he's someone who learns how to learn very quickly he essentially applies principles to learning any discipline one of the core principles that he heavily suggests in his book is what he calls investment in loss here's basically how he describes it when he was first learning tai chi and stuff like that he le- he realized that often the teacher would give them free time to just go and spar, go and practice and train with other people in the class. They'd have free training time. And what Josh realized is, is that most of these students, they would go and pair themselves with people who are at a similar level than them, a similar or slightly worse skill level than them, because they were training with people at their own level. And if you're training with people at your own level, you're not going to get very good very quickly. You're you're basically shielding yourself from your own weaknesses. What Josh would do is he would always pair himself with someone three or four skill levels above him, and he would get the crap kicked out of him. His training was very difficult. There's a great quote that says, you know, the more you sweat in training, the less you bleed in war. Well, Josh would just lose over and over and over again, and he found that people who were unwilling to lose would never be able to win long term because they were shielding themselves. They were shielding their ego from their weaknesses, and they were unwilling to invest in loss. If you're willing to invest in loss over and over and over again, you become much more adaptive. You learn and outgrow your weaknesses. So here's an exact quote from Josh's book, and I want you to understand this quote because if you understand it, you're gonna learn your lessons quicker, you're gonna make your learning greater than your experience, as Dan Sullivan would say, and you're gonna skyrocket to your desired future self. Seriously, wherever you wanna go, it could be tens of millions of dollars, it could be becoming a professional writer, it could be anything. I learned this myself. I wanted to become a professional writer. Um, Back when I was in the first year of my PhD program, I wanted to become a professional writer. I've now been able to write and publish multiple books. I've got tons more books coming out. And I was able to skyrocket to where I wanted to go because I got very clear on this one principle. And he's talking about the other Tai Chi students in his class. He says, It seems that many other students were frozen in place, repeating their errors over and over, unable to improve because of the fear of releasing old habits. When Shen, who was their teacher, made suggestions, they would explain their thinking in an attempt to justify themselves. They were locked in a need to be correct. I have long believed that if a student of virtually any discipline could avoid ever repeating the same mistake twice, both technical and psychological, he or she would skyrocket to the top of their field. I love that. He basically said, if a student would basically avoid repeating the same mistake twice. And that's technical mistakes, but also psychological. Technical is like, you know, how you do something. Psychological is how you feel about it, the mindset. If you uh, if you avoided repeating the same mistakes over and over again, you'd skyrocket to wherever you want to go. And so here's kind of how to get very serious about this. You have to look at yourself objectively. And you can't really do that, but you've got to look at yourself critically and say, I'm not who I need to be. My current self is very ignorant. Actually, what's very great about this Dr. Carol Dweck, she wrote a very powerful transformative book, Mindset. What she obviously found is is that there's a difference between people with a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. People with a fixed mindset overemphasize who they are in the present. They overly care about who they are in the present. So Carol Dweck, she did a lot of research on 10-year-old students. And she gave them math problems or she gave them some form of problem-solving situation that was way above all of their heads. They couldn't do it. They all failed. And she was basically just trying to see how they responded to the failure well, the people who had the fixed mindset, they looked at the failure as catastrophic. They looked at it as a final exam on their own self and their own skills and abilities. Basically, what they did is, is they overly defined themselves as, I can't get any better than this. What Carol Dweck said is is they were trapped in the tyranny of now. They were overemphasizing who they were in the present, and they thought that who they were in the present was exactly who they were going to be in the future. They thought whatever skills or abilities they had in the present, they wouldn't be able to outgrow those. That's the fixed mindset. Whereas people with the growth mindset, they didn't really overemphasize their current skills or abilities. They were actually excited by the failure. They framed the failure as this is happening for me. This is something I can use. And so they then saw a future version of themselves beyond their current limitations. In other words, people with a growth mindset care way more about their future self than their current self. People with the fixed mindset, they overemphasize their current self. They say, this is who I am. They use definitive terms. They say, I'm an introvert, or I'm bad at science, or I'm not very good at this. Um, people with a growth mindset don't really care about who they are right now. Think about, for example, Elon Musk. Elon Musk talks about how he wants to die on Mars. That's his image of his future self. And whatever view you have of your future self, that's the thing driving your present behavior and mindsets. Obviously, Elon Musk hasn't gotten there yet. He hasn't, we haven't learned how to get to Mars. There's so many things that he has to outgrow in his current self that his future self already embodies. And there's a really, really powerful concept in psychology, and high-performance psychology called deliberate practice. Deliberate practice is basically how you develop skills. There's naive practice and there's deliberate practice. Naive practice is basically just going out and gaining experience. I can go out and shoot basketballs with my son, and I'm gaining experience, but I'm not actually getting better at basketball. You can do something, for example, for 10,000 hours. Malcolm Gladwell popularized the 10,000-hour rule. He said that if you do something for 10,000 hours, you'll become world-class. That's a a lie. (laughs) Um, You can do something for 10,000 hours naively and just get a lot of experience but gain no skill. I can go out and do something over and over again and not get any better at it. Deliberate practice means you're actually focusing on developing certain skills. Um, There's something specific you want to achieve. You have to have a certain goal or a certain thing you're wanting to change, and your practice or your activities are targeted towards improving that specific area. There's a lot of research that shows in order to engage in specific deliberate practice, you have to have a clear future self in mind, but then ultimately you have to engage in investment and loss. You've got to be willing to lose over and over and over again to rid yourself of your former weaknesses and mindsets and to ultimately compete at the level. You want to actually compete at the level of your future self. You want to work at and think at and, and focus on the level of your future self. Now, there's one other thing that I highly recommend, and this makes your life so simple. This goes back to the Kobe Bryant quote. Kobe Bryant said that once he determined what he wanted, the whole world became his classroom. He could use anything and everything he learned to ultimately help him achieve his goal. Well, think about it this way. What if you put your ego in check? A lot of the reasons why, you know, even as Josh Waitzkin said, a lot of the reasons why we repeat the same mistakes over and over again is because of our ego. We don't want to, we want to overly justify our current thinking. Whereas if you're willing to just be wrong, if you're willing to lose, if you're willing to say, I have no clue what I'm doing, if you're willing to say that your current self isn't the be all end all your current self is completely ignorant of how to become your future self. Your current self doesn't know what they're doing. And that's great. That's bad. That's That puts you in the student mindset. Then here's what you do. Whoever, there's a great quote from um, Darren Hardy. He says, never take advice from someone you wouldn't trade places with. Basically, if you're clear on your goal, and if you're understanding that your current self doesn't really matter that much, your current self is temporary, your future self is going to be much different. And you can outgrow all of the weaknesses of your current self. So you don't really worry about your current self. Once you've determined what you want, then you identify the people who are already there and you ask them all the questions in the world with no ego. You don't need to try to prove that you're smart. Instead, you want to prove that you're a student. Ask them questions and apply what they learn and become the most voracious question asker. Seek first to understand and then to be understood. You don't need to prove your intelligence. The only thing that matters is your willingness to learn and ask questions and then apply principles of what they teach you. You can ask people questions and you can read books, for example, or you can watch YouTube videos or you can directly go to the source of mentors. And if you're willing to just put your ego in check, put it completely aside and not worry about how you feel in the present moment and how you see yourself in the current moment, your current situation and your current self matters so much less than your trajectory and your willingness to learn. And if you're willing to invest in loss, willing to let go of old ways, and kind of like the high hope versus low hope people, if you're willing to adjust and adapt your process, adjust and adapt how you do something, and if you're willing to just ask and apply the people who are already there, you can skyrocket there. You can stop repeating the same mistakes over and over. Lessons are repeated until learned. One of the reasons why people feel like their goals are so far away is because they keep repeating the same errors over and over again. Rather than just directly asking people who are already there, how how to do it, and then just completely applying it. You could skyrocket to being wherever you want to be. If it's being one of the top writers in the world, you could skyrocket there. If it's being a millionaire, you could skyrocket there. If it's starting a business, it's, you could skyrocket there. It's all about your willingness to invest in failure, your willingness to get the right advice, and your willingness to apply that advice, and your willingness to stop doing the things over and over again. As Einstein said, insanity is repeating the same thing and expecting a different result. you got to be willing to adjust You've got to be willing to stop doing what your current self would do because your current self is ignorant. Your current self also lacks the capability. But how do you gain confidence? Dan Sullivan said that confidence is built by making progress towards goals above your capabilities. So to kind of sum all this up, Victor Frankel said that what man needs is not a tensionless state, but rather the striving and struggling for a worthwhile goal. You need a goal. You need a future. If you don't have a view of your future, your present actually becomes meaningless, shallow, it becomes difficult. You can't be present in the moment without a powerful future that's pulling you forward. Um, You need a future, you need clear goals to have flow, and then you need to focus on one outcome at a time to have lots of flow. And you can have flow all the time. I'm in flow right now, is all I'm focusing on is one video, even though my future self has filmed 500 videos. I've got a clear future self as it relates to my YouTube channel, but to be in flow, you you focus on one outcome at a time. I'm still living in the future. My view of my future is driving my present, but I'm focused on just one outcome at a time. So you focus on one outcome at a time, but it's a freely chosen task, whatever you want. And then you just own the fact that your current self doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter where you're at right now. What matters is your future self. And so then ultimately you get the right advice and you just commit to your future self rather than committing to your current circumstances. That's how you become your chosen future self. That's how you skyrocket past anyone. And one thing that's exciting to know is is that most of the people in the world are gonna be repeating the same mistakes over and over again. They're gonna keep accumulating experience but not learning from that experience. They're gonna be engaging in naive practice but not deliberate practice. It's your choice. Do you wanna skyrocket to the top of your field or your choice of goal, whatever it is? Apply these principles. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in and get immediate access to all the goodies the one-page Future Self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it, the full Future Self course and other goodies, such as my Peak State Checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times, and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking. Go to futureself.com, get those free goodies, and until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.